Hi everyone and welcome back to the Lana Blakely podcast. So today I'm trying something new. I'm recording this while having my noise cancelling um, headphones on so I can't really hear myself that well and I'm wondering whether or not that is going to change my speech. The negative on that is that I cannot hear anything that's going on around me So let's say my dog were to make some noises or if someone calls on me or if there's something going on outside, I will not be able to hear it. Um, So that's that, but we will give it a try. And if I look back and I notice that there was a zombie apocalypse going on and I did not notice, then I'll just start over. So how has your week been? My week has been okay. I feel like my mood is changing quite a lot lately. You know, one day I will feel like I'm in a very good mood and I will love the fact that it's fall and I don't know, I'll just feel cozy, happy, satisfied. And then on some days I feel like it's too dark, I feel like it's too cold, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing, kind of, I don't know, like some days I feel like I'm on the right track in life, things are great, and then on some days I just get into this funk-ish mood. The contrast is not super drastic, Uh, it may sound like that, I wouldn't say it's super drastic, but there is a noticeable difference. And I think that one thing that may be influencing how I feel a lot is how my relationships are going and that's what I want to talk about today and when I say relationships I mean friends, family, partner, whoever basically any relationship that we have with people so when you're happy in your relationships you're happy right? I feel like that's pretty universal When things are not going great in your relationships, that affects you negatively. I think the degree to which we get influenced by how things are going in our relationships um, varies from person to person. So some people get very negatively impacted when there is an argument or a fight going on with someone they care about. And it affects their work, it affects their everyday life, it affects their overall mood throughout the day. And other people are able to push that aside. So when they have an argument or something negative happening between them and someone they care about, they can brush that to the side whenever they need to. And they can still put a happy face on. I think I'm more leaning towards the first one where... When things aren't going great, when there's been an argument, a misunderstanding, miscommunication, I tend to have a pretty difficult time brushing that to the side and not letting it affect my entire day. Now, of course, it depends on the person, on how close we are, on the nature of the relationships. But what I want to get to there is, well, A, maybe it would be better to be 
one of those people who can be completely unaffected by how things are going in their relationships, all their relationships, and being able to push that aside completely when needed. But so what I want to get to there is the importance of the quality of our relationships, the importance of the communication, just the importance of how things are handled, how other people in our lives make us feel. And so I figured for today's topic, we could talk about friendship. All right, friendship, friendship, friendship. It's a fun topic. I like talking about it. I like talking about all kinds of relationships. So what makes a good friend? Isn't that a hard question? You know, in one sense, it's a very easy question. We may think of things like someone who is honest, loyal, open, has integrity. The common traits that most people would probably agree on. But once we go deeper, I feel like it's more than that. So one thing that comes to my mind that I would rank pretty high on the list of things that are important in a friend. Okay, my dog just got up, so I feel like maybe he wants to run outside. He's just sitting there staring at the door because you might hear a bark. Yeah, that was the bark. All right, I'm just going to let him outside. Give me a sec. All right, we're back and the puppy has left the building. So one thing that I think ranks pretty high on the list of traits that are important in a friend is being able to be genuinely happy for the other person and wanting what's best for them. Genuinely wanting that. So, you know, I think we can all say that, yeah, of course, I'm very happy when things are going well for my friends and I want the best for them and I want to see them rise and shine and do great. But when it comes down to it, and we see that in front of our eyes, when your friends get perhaps all the things that you want, that you're not getting, that's when you know, I guess, the true meaning of the relationship. Here's my perspective on this. When you love someone, you genuinely care for them, again, whether that is just a friend or a partner, you want what's absolutely best for them. Even if they are getting all the things that you may want, but that you're not getting. So I've had friendships in the past where when things would be going well for me in different ways, certain friends could not find it in them to be happy for me. They would, here are some symptoms of that, I guess, that I can share. Let's say you share good news with a friend. I think one sign that they're not actually happy for you is that they will try to find ways to poke holes in your happiness. So let's say you have started seeing someone and you're truly happy. This friend, even if they know deep down that this person that you're seeing is a good person or if they don't even know them at all, they may still try to find ways to make them look bad in your eyes to make you question yourself and to kind of cool down this happiness rush that you're on 
because they simply cannot see you or anyone else experience a level of happiness and joy. Meanwhile, they may not be experiencing that. So I think that's one of the symptoms of someone who isn't happy for you slash someone who may be very jealous of you. If someone tries to instantly poke holes in the news that you have shared with them, that may be a bad sign. Now, I'm not saying it always is. Sometimes, let's say in the scenario of you having started seeing someone, maybe your friend actually knows some pretty disturbing things about this person and they're just trying to be a good friend and be honest about that. Another way in which I believe that someone is not very happy for you is when they don't really want to help you or be there for you. Okay, so let's say that you got this great opportunity for a job or something and you need I'm just pulling this example out of nowhere. Let's say that you have gotten a great opportunity for a job, but what they require from you is a good photo of your face. And so you ask your friend, let's say you're hanging out with your friend and you tell them that you have gotten this great opportunity and the only thing that they require is a photo of your face. And so you ask your friend if they can take a photo of your face. If they are not up for it, even though you are with them, I'm not talking about the cases in which they're busy, they're out of town and whatnot. I'm talking about if you're with them and you're like, hey, can you take this photo of me? I need it for this opportunity that I've gotten. If they are very unenthusiastic about it, if they are resisting it, if they don't want to do it, if they decline, or if they do it, but they're not putting any effort into it. That may also be a sign that they are not, in fact, genuinely happy for you and they don't want to help you in any way, shape, or form to succeed or to elevate. And that's just an example. I think the message that I'm trying to convey with this point is that if you seek out help from a good friend, they will find a way to help you and they will be enthusiastic about it within reasonable limits, but we don't need to go there. Now, I think it's important to point out that when it comes to friendship and what makes a good friend, I think at the core, we're all seeking for the same things, but I also think that it differs with age. So friendships as a teen tend to look pretty different as opposed to friendships in your mid-twenties, let's say. So for instance, when you get older, you have a lot more understanding and empathy for when people are busy, when they don't have time, when they cannot hang out with you or see you as often. You know, I definitely do not see my friends as much now as I did when I was, let's say 15. When you're at that age, it's almost expected because you don't really have that much responsibility compared to someone in their mid-twenties who are often in the middle of a career or maybe a family life, moving out, living in their own place and whatnot. When you're a teen, you prioritize your friends in a different way, I believe. Oftentimes, not always. And you also spend a lot of time with other people your age naturally because you go to school, typically. 
And so I definitely believe that the expectations do change and the nature of the friendship changes as well. Another point that I would like to bring up is gossip, which unfortunately I think is relevant regardless of age, but definitely more for the younger folks out there. So one of my oldest friends has never been the type to gossip ever. Even when we were very young, even when most other people around us would gossip and talk about other people, she never would. Even if someone would ask her about something, she would keep quiet. She would not spread any negativity about other people. And that beautiful, beautiful characteristic of hers was one of the reasons that I wanted to keep her in my life for as long as possible. Because we all have heard the phrase or saying that if someone talks about other people to you, they are likely talking about you to other people as well. And perhaps not talking about you in the nicest way. So... It's still today, to this day, my belief, although gossip has not been part of my life or friend group for many, many, many years. Again, I do think it's more relevant to the younger folks, but I do think it's worth bringing up because it does, of course, still happen. And it's not even the fact that they may be talking about you and so that's why they may not be the best of a friend. It's also just the fact that there is absolutely nothing positive to gain from talking negatively about other people and gossiping about them and wanting to bring them down. And I do want to say that this goes for people that you know in life, in real life, and people online that you don't know. Even if your friend doesn't necessarily talk negatively about other friends in your group, but they talk negatively about people online or celebrities, I don't really think that that is less negative. I guess the only aspect would be that it's in one sense worse to talk negatively about someone who you then go and hang out with and talk to, as opposed to a celebrity who you probably won't really ever talk to, and so you're not going behind their back in that sense. However, it's the mere fact that someone feels the urge to bring others down regardless of if that person is someone they know or if it's someone online. Of course, it's okay to have opinions. It's okay to discuss what we see, what we hear, but we all know the difference between a constructive conversation as opposed to gossip and intentionally wanting to bring someone down. So again, it's not just the fact that If they talk negatively about others to you, they may be talking negatively about you to others. But it's also the fact that we don't really want to surround ourselves with that type of energy. And I don't think anyone would like to intentionally invite that energy into their life. And so my advice would be, especially to the younger folks, if there is someone around you who intentionally brings that negative energy into the conversations, I think it's reasonable to have a conversation with them about that and about how it makes you feel. And if it goes in one ear and out the other and they continue to bring that negative energy into the friendship and the conversations, 
then I think it might be time to reconsider some aspects of that friendship or relationship. So those are some of the things that I think make a, I wouldn't say make a good friend because I feel like this episode was a bit more geared towards things that in fact make a friend not that great. Now let's go through some of the things that I believe are green flags, I guess, in a friendship. And it's going to be of course similar, just the opposite of the things that I just discussed. So the first thing would be someone who does not gossip and talk negatively about other people, does not bring other people down, is not focused on the bad and the negative aspects of others, but rather is encouraging and uplifting and has empathy towards others. That's very refreshing. It's a very nice type of energy to be around. Secondly, I would say someone who is interested in your life and cares about what you have to say and checks in on you when they know that you need it. So let's say if you are going through something that may be a bit difficult or if it's something like you applied for college and you're waiting for the answer, I think a good friend would check in you know, once or twice and see how things are going. See if you got the answers, see if you got in, see how you're feeling. So just someone who checks in on you. I'm not talking about someone calling you five times a day to see how you're doing, but who has you in the back of their mind, knowing that you may appreciate them reaching out, asking about how something is going or how you are feeling about something in particular. A third thing that I believe makes a list of green flags in a friend is someone who encourages you and uplifts you and believes even in your strange ideas and strangeness, I guess. I think that's something that I've lacked in majority of friendships because I've always kind of had ideas that were a bit different from what others might have believed and thought and I was often given the side eye or the eye roll for wanting to do certain things differently or wanting to experiment with certain things that may have been outside the norm such as this thing that I'm doing now with YouTube and podcasting and whatnot Um, I definitely think that's something that I've missed in many friendships, having someone or having that aspect of encouragement and belief. So that's definitely something for that reason that I appreciate more than I might have done if I had actually gotten that um, from the friendships that I've had. So being supportive of your friends' aspirations and dreams and if you can, helping them out and believing in them. And I think that's just part of being there as a friend. Now, does that mean that you just need to hop on any idea that they have and encourage them to do all the things that they want to do? No, of course. You know, a real friend can sit down and have an honest conversation conversation if they believe that this idea that you have is absolutely bonkers and 
not very reasonable. Honesty is obviously one of the, if not the most important aspect of any relationship. So I'm definitely not saying that to be a good friend, you should be a yes man and just agree to everything that your friend wants to do when experience and whatnot in life. No, be honest, be straightforward, tell them your perspective. If you see any holes in their plan, let them know, but remain hopeful and believe in your friend and don't dismiss their ideas. At least give them a chance and if you can, help them out. That I would say is a third green flag in a friendship. Obviously, these lists could be a lot more extensive. It's a topic that I really enjoy talking about, so I think I could go on for much longer, but we are getting close to the 30 minute mark. And for some reason, I don't want these episodes to be longer than 30 minutes. I feel like it gets too long to listen to. If you think differently, please let me know. And please don't forget to rate this podcast. It's very much appreciated and it does help the podcast out. So go to Apple Podcasts and rate it and please write a review as well. Very much appreciated. And as always, let me know on Instagram or Twitter, Lana Blakely everywhere, if you have any input and if you have any thoughts and any feedback. All right. Thank you all so much for listening and I will see you again next week.